Good morning, everyone. This is Jennifer Tavani, Stacy Fleece, and Samantha Tredelius coming to you from Inspired. And today we are going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day, the good, the bad, the ugly. And uh, we're excited to share some of our uh, experiences with that. And uh, the least favorite holiday, the most favorite holiday, the no win holiday. Is it even a holiday? What is it? You know, it's fun for the kids, right? Uh, Having little girls and getting to celebrate the hearts and the love is really fun. But, you know, um, I think it's one of those things that's kind of like New Year's Eve kind of holidays. Like, always historically, it's kind of like you get all excited and then it's like, "Mm, the letdown. The lead up is always better than the real thing. (laughs) (laughs) But Stacey, you had said the, it's like if they don't do something if your significant other does nothing, you're, you're not into it. But if they do do it, you're kind of like, mm. and then if you don't have anybody, then it's e eh as well. I don't know. It I feel is like tough. it's just a no-win situation because, you know, the popular thing is, oh, it's manufactured, it's commercial. So then, you know, you want to say to your significant other, like, don't do anything. Valentine's Day is stupid. It's commercialized. Like, you don't need a day of the year to tell me you love me. And they go, okay. And then when they don't do anything, you're like, how did you not, how how could you not do anything? So I just, um, I feel like it's a no-win situation for- It is. It's it's like- I will say historically, it's been a no-win situation for men in my life. And I'm speaking very personally, but I don't think I'm alone in that. (laughs) Not at all. I think actually you're probably more the norm than the exception, but- uh, that's also my take. I've been lucky. Uh, you know, my husband is always very good at delivering the flowers and the cards and the, you know, breakfast in bed. And, you know, he just cooks dinner and does all these different things. But then on the reciprocal side, there's this expectation, you know, he tells me, don't, we're not going to exchange gifts. Don't do anything. But then when I actually don't do something, then I feel like a real shit by the end of the (laughs) holiday. And so I've learned that when he says don't do anything, it means really do something, but, you know, maybe don't spend a thousand dollars. How very female of him. (laughs) Right? Right? Yeah. My my guy's pretty good. He likes to do the flowers. Uh, We've kind of hit that partner relationship where we've been together for 16, 17 years. So you know, the gifts now are, let's buy a new dishwasher. <laughs> and, that, and, and so a new romantic. romantic thing, right? Less, less, you know, roses and that type of stuff. But, you know, it is, it is tough. But I do enjoy it for having the little kids. Like I said, my daughters are eight and 10. And so, you know, they really enjoy, you know, the fun and the fanfare and all the candy. I mean, my goodness, they came home from school yesterday. And there should be like a cap on the amount of candy that these little people bring home. Because by like nine o'clock last night, they were both wired, cracked out, didn't want to go to bed. And I go in there and there's like wrappers everywhere. I was just like, this is a disaster. Yeah. So I'm, still, I'm still big candy, although the, you know, the boxes get smaller, right? I, I still give candy to my kids. And I'll tell you, every year, Valentine's Day, Easter, Christmas too, it's... Um, I know there's a million really good chocolate companies out there, but for me, it's always been and still is C's candy and not because it's local here to the Bay Area. I, like, I grew up getting C's candy every holiday for my mom up in Washington, right? So it wasn't local up there. 
Um, but it's, I personally think it is still the best chocolate out there. No offense to the others. And I've tried many of them, but um, I do still love giving and or getting a little C's candy on Valentine's Day, Easter, Christmas. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I want to talk about things getting smaller. And this is kind of a perfect timing because I don't know if you know this or not, but it's Girl Scout cookie season. Yeah. And uh, I'm a huge fan of the Girl Scout cookies, but I don't know what's going on. They're basically shrinking year by year. This year. Oh yeah, the cookies get smaller and the, and the boxes get smaller. The prices don't. The, right. I mean, it the prices get higher. So I went cool in for the uh, the coconut. What's the coconut one called? With the, the Samoas. The Samoas. So the Samoas. I don't know if it's that it makes you feel better because they're smaller and then you just eat more of them. But I mean, they used to be, you know, almost the size of the palm of your hand, and now they're like a quarter size or teeny tiny. But are we are we really upset about that? Because if you're going to eat an entire sleeve of Thin Mints, wouldn't you like that entire sleeve to have a a lower sleeve count? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 just, I think calorie-wise, it's probably the same. <laughs> can anybody I, open a sleeve of Thin Mints and not eat the entire thing? Is that uh, possible? I can. No, I no, can. I, I'll eat like half of them and not feel guilty about it. I like to put them in the freezer. That's the like freezer I do too. Really good. I do too. I just actually ordered. Um, I had to find a. I had to find a dealer because I don't. <laughs> I don't know Girl Scouts. Um, I don't have any, and I don't know any. So I found a dealer, and I ordered two cases of Thin Mints, um, because I thought, I'll, I'm going to give them away. Like, I was reading online. Somebody's like, buy extras, put them, give them to the mailman, give them to the garbage man, give them to the teachers. What, so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, like, put ribbons on Thin Mint boxes and start giving them away. I think it's wonderful. Who doesn't love gonna... a box of Girl Scout cookies? That's a great Valentine's gift right there, is, you know. I don't Girl have them Scout. yet, though, so there's, oh, there's well. that. My dealer uh, has not yet delivered. My, uh, my dealer delivered and I've, uh, I've had a little bit of a problem over the last few days of just eating them. So, um, so yes. another thing I wanted to talk about with you ladies, and I believe it was chatted about beforehand was it's Galentine's, uh, day today. Is that right? It's yeah. the day before the big holiday where we celebrate our girlfriends and something that I've, um, recently, like, I think we mentioned it in the last episode or so that I've launched this new website, samanthatradelius.com. And on there is the S list, which are, uh, female owned operated products that are made by women for women that I've been featuring each uh, month. I'll pick three that I love. And these are my, you know, favorite gal items that I wanted to kind of maybe talk about the things that I'm super excited about. And I wanted to hear some of the things that maybe you guys are super excited about. If you're looking for a gift for your girlfriends or your friends or whatever. Um, so Jen, do you have any, I want to talk about mine, but I want to see what you guys have first. You have any like favorite uh, gosh, I mean, like, items that you're loving right now? Well, being in hair care, there's always a new hair product that I am, you know, uh, featuring or loving. Um, there is a product called Body Mask that I absolutely love, and most of my clients can use it. It actually helps grow your hair. It has in it uh, ingredients that are similar to the Latisse product, but it's sold over the counter. It's not a prescription. It's a Kevin Murphy product, and um, it just adds volume, and everybody could use a little bit of that. So I is like it to- hair only, or can you put it on my lashes? 
No, it's hair only. You don't want to get it in your eyes. It's not, not for the lashes, but it is for the hair. You spray it at the scalp, uh, down by the roots of your hair. It's supposed to, you know, improve the, the growth, but I just think it actually adds to the volume and, um, texture so that, that you keep your blowout a lot longer. Um, it's one of my favorites. I use it on almost every customer. So I really love that. What about you, Fleece? So I am a big Etsy person. I like to find like the small business woman who is just trying to make her way with her creative self and has some product because I, I don't have much a creative phone. So that's not my skill set. Um, but I do love people that, that have it. And if they can, you know, if I can find somebody fun, uh, uh, like I said, a, a woman who's got that creative soul on Etsy that has a cool product. So right now I, um, so I, I, I am a mortgage banker and I like to do gifts, uh, you know, for clients who buy homes as a, you know, kind of a welcome home thing. And I found a new one for this year that I'm going to do, I think where this woman has, um, they're uh, like uh, coasters, but um, I'm trying to think what the material is. They're like thick coasters, right? Um, like rock coasters. And she engraves um, like a, it, it's really cute. It like says cursive home on it. And then she engraves the latitude and longitude of the house. Fun. On the coaster. So that, um, so, and it, like I said, it's a small business woman who has this shop on Etsy. And so I chatted with her and said, you know, I'd like to sort of regular place these orders as I have clients that close on homes. And um, so that's, that's kind of my new favorite thing. They're super cute. I love that. That's a yeah. great idea, especially for a new homeowner. I like yeah, it. It's super cute. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about celebrating, you know, small business, women in business, just making it happen. So I've got three that I will share with you lovely ladies and the world. Um, one is uh, Chris Nations makes these amazing necklaces and they're really just kind of price point perfect. And I received one for my 40th birthday and it's, you can't see it, but I'm wearing it. It says badass. And it's just a little subtle reminder about being a badass on a daily basis. Um, and it's like a $50 necklace and it comes in two different colors. It's great. And these two gals are from the Bay area. Actually, they're, um, I believe sisters that started just making jewelry. We're doing all these trade shows and then hit it big. Um, and they run a operation out of half moon Bay and it's an all female based staff, which I love. Um, so I'm super like, I, I think the products are great. And I think they're, what they stand for is amazing. And their necklaces, they're all different. So there's like badass, there's like chill pill, there's bananas, which I think the world is bananas, and it's just kind of a nice statement. Um, anyways, Chris Nations, you could check them out. And then the next one I'm loving right now is Huda Beauty, which is Huda is a like a makeup artist, I believe she she's in like Dubai or somewhere. But I uh, was always a fan of like once you start getting um, lash extensions, you become. Somebody told me, like I was introduced to them, and they're like they're like crack. Once you start, like you can't stop, <laughs> and so. Once the pandemic hit, um, I don't know about you, but like I started looking like a feral cat with like one lash was left and I would sit there and I was like, every part of me is gone and now my lashes are, are gone. So I started looking online and I found this, you know, best mascara. I bought a ton of different products and found this Huda Beauty, which is legit lashes and it's a two part um, 
product that one lengthens and one adds volume. It is the best mascara. It's $27. Um, she's amazing. And like her brand is great. Um, but it's like a must have for every girl in your life. Um, and then the last one, and I think all you guys all know about it is Matilda's bloom box. And I've been talking about Matilda's bloom box for years. Um, super, just a fun family company, Emily and her husband, Matt, have this great company that each week they deliver fresh uh, flowers to your door and you can assemble them and make them into these beautiful bouquets that last for like 10, 15 days, uh, $39 to your door delivered. Uh, they're in the Bay area, also Austin and Houston right now. Um, and yeah, so those are like my three absolute must have. You gotta, gotta let your girlfriends in on this little secret products for my Galentine's this, this year. This okay, month. but do we have to do we have to wait for Valentine's to share this info? No, well, like, that's just like Valentine's Day. Like, I don't want to just have a day where we celebrate our girlfriend, right? Like, I want to I want to celebrate them all the time. And February exactly. 13th, so February thirteenth is is also a super weird day for me because uh, many years ago it was the day my ex husband asked me to marry him on February thirteenth, and I I cannot make this up. He told me he did not ask me on Valentine's Day, which P.S. Nobody get engaged on Valentine's Day. It's just, it's a, it's a weird day. Don't do it. Pick a different day. But the reason he did the 13th instead of the 14th that he voluntarily told me was because his buddies, who apparently are authorities on this, um, told him that if he gave me the engagement ring on Valentine's Day and it didn't work out, I may not have to give it back because the ring could be construed as a gift, as a Valentine's gift. So he asked me on the 13th instead. So I was wrong on so yeah, many it's levels. A, it's, a, it's a special day in my history. But the fact that like someone would even vocalize that or even think Cons that. Yeah. Like unless you're in the field of law, practicing family law, and like that's your world. I mean, wow. I, I, that could have been a sign. Could have been a, could have been a flag. Could have been a flag. I mean, could have been a flag. Uh, yeah, it could. It could have been. It could have been a sign right there. I. I mean, I don't know that anyone's super surprised. He's now my ex-husband. Um, <laughs> it wasn't just because of that, but you know, that's the whole thing about you know diamonds and engagement rings. The men don't give them as if they're actually gifts. My ex, my son's dad, in our divorce proceedings, made me agree to gift the diamond to my son at some point. And he has continually told it because it's a family heirloom, blah, blah, blah. He wants to keep it in the family. I kind of get all that. But now my son thinks that he's going to get this diamond when he proposes to some chick down the line. And I'm like, well, uh, he's not going to get it. We should just tell him now. You're not. I, I've getting told the him diamond. it's like he'll get it when I feel it's appropriate. I do believe that it is a family heirloom. It should stay in the family. I I get that. If I die, he can have it. <laughs> but it's kind of like the gift that's not really a gift. And uh, so, I'm surprised your ex-husband cared what you did with it to the point that he wanted to make sure it was passed down to your son. I don't know. It's weird. It was his grandmother's and it has more history than this. He was engaged once before me. With I should have known with the same diamond and oh. he stole it off her nightstand in the middle of the night when he got cold feet. No, come on. Oh. Come yeah. on. Totally That's happened. Dirty. Totally That's happened. Dirty. So I kind of feel like, 
you know, I'll give it to them when I feel like it. I don't have any like emotional attachment to it, but I don't want my son to think that it's not a gift. You know, when you give this to a woman, it's a gift. You're giving away that family yeah, heirloom. So you might so, not get it back. Right. So that is the key in that, I, you know, I don't want him to think that, that he can just give it to, you know, the first girl he falls in love with at age 18. You know, <laughs> it's like. Even if it's not February 14th, you right. might and, not get it back. Any you old time. Back. Think about this though. Think about, I always, uh, like you said, you know, falling in love when you're 18, when you're so young, and you think you have it all figured out. And then you realize like now at age 40, this woman that I am now is such a different woman than, you know, 18 or 19 year old Samantha. And all those lovely like little things you learn about relationships and you learn about yourself. And, um, you know, the red flags that, that now you're like, whoa, if that happened now, ooh, I would never, you know, or you, you know, I have two girls. So I'm trying to navigate and figure out like, how do I best get them ready for this world and in their dating practices and the things that they need to be looking out for? You know, one of the things I think we had chatted about was in the news right now, you've got these creepy stories about, you know, Marilyn Manson and the army hammer and these guys that are just a little bit out there doing some weird stuff. And so bad. how do we protect our girl, our kid, our young women from knowing like, Hey, you know, when you get to be a mature age and understand your body and what you want to deal with. Like, I think that's one thing, but when you're 18 years old and young and, you know, all fixated with a, with, with a celebrity or a wealthier person or man or female could be either sex at this point. Um, how do you protect them from making those decisions that are, you know, maybe not in their best interest because they don't know any different, you know, you guys both have girls that are older it's it's scary. You really can't protect them. They have to make their own decisions. You have to hope that through your truths and stories and things like that, that they pick up little things. I mean, my daughter is starting to date again after a really bad situation. And um, I feel like it's too soon, but she's looking at it like, well, I need new friends to hang out with. And I'm not really looking for any, you know, one person. And she's sending me these pictures of these people and I'm looking at them and I'm looking at their profile and I'm seeing little red flags, whether it's just a look in their eye that I know is like, <laughs> oh, that guy's trouble, you know, like, be careful. I'm feeling nervous for her. Like, I can't protect her. She is going to go down that road and meet people. And the only thing I told her recently is I said, maybe that pepper spray idea is a good thing because you never know. You're going to get out there and be alone with somebody I don't know. There are these creeps out there. You know? I, don't, I, I agree with you. I don't think you can protect them, but I do think that we can give them a level of um, self-confidence mm -hmm. and um, sort of self-awareness uh, sure. to where they, they have that they have to have the confidence to make the decision that it doesn't feel right for them and it's okay to literally stand up and walk away. And because, to go with their you know, gut. Yeah, yes. and we, you know, yeah. the, the whole thing of, well, I, I didn't, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to seem ungrateful. It's, it's, um, it's not socially appropriate to, okay, it's not socially appropriate to throw a drink in somebody's face, but just as an example, 
you know, it, but, but if, uh, and I'm not, I'm not condoning that, but, uh, but I am condoning. Saying, their lap is just fine though. <laughs> right? Like over the head lap, whatever. Uh, but, but if, if something's going awry and it doesn't feel right, don't, you know, if they've got the confidence to be able to say this, this isn't actually working for me. So I'm just going to go, even if, uh, even if dinner's been ordered and not been, not been served. It's okay to not sneak stay. out the bathroom window. It's fine. I've actually done that in a date. It was really just not going well. You um, left a, uh, You left to the I, bathroom I, and never I was came like, back? I was like, you know what? I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And I literally walked out the back door. <laughs> I've actually done that twice, twice in my dating days. Yeah. I was like, you know, I just, you know, but you know, I, my mom always kind of instilled this concept in me that was like, just don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And if you find yourself in one, it's okay to just bow out, you know, and, and walk because, but you know, there I, is a level of self-confidence you have to yes, have to be totally. able to get up and walk away. Like I, I had, and I was much older, but I've had the date where I actually, we were, we were going to drive up to, out to West Marin, like up to the coast. And I, uh, I was driving. And so I picked him up and literally 10 minutes into this, we weren't even on the freeway yet. <laughs> 10 minutes into it, he was, I don't know if he was just in a bad mood. I, he was, he literally was just not being pleasant, like, and just being, uh, just kind of being a dick to me. And I literally went to the next stoplight and pulled a U-turn and he looked at me, he's like, what are you doing? And I said, you know, it's a long drive to West Marin. It's a long drive up the coast. I, this is not how I'm going to spend my day. I don't choose to spend my day with someone that has an attitude. So we're done. This date's over. I like ten, and I took him back. And he was so mad. He was Good furious. For you. But uh, but as a younger me, I never would have done that. I would have just let yeah. him continue to be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I put up with lots and lots of bad dates and stuck it out and wondered why and then felt really dirty or bad or just like icked on, I don't know, like afterwards that I wish I had had that confidence to just um, leave. And my younger self didn't have it. Yeah. Uh, you see these young women that are coming forward with these, and it, again, it's because it's a sensationalism and it's a celebrity, but it's, it's a good example of these young girls coming out and when one does, then more do. And they say, hey, like this person did this and this person's abusive. And, you know, I don't, I think, I think what's really bad about the media with this story is that no one's actually saying these guys are abusive and they're abusers. They're saying, oh, they're just kinky or oh, they're weird or they've got some fetishes and I, I read an article in Rolling Stone and they actually nailed it on the Army Hammer situation with like, this guy's got some, some abusive things that, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not a good guy in a lot of ways. Um, and it's, you know, I think for a mother of girls and, uh, you know, just a huge supporter of women in general, I think those voices need to be heard and be able to make those decisions um, as early as it gets because I, that's what's gonna protect these young women. Yeah, it comes down to talking with our daughters, frankly, truthfully, early on, and giving them language to be able to have in the back of their mind, like, oh, yeah, this is feeling like this situation where my mom said to say this, we have to be in their heads to, to stand up and, and to say, you know what, this date isn't going in a direction that I really feel like spending my day. I love how Stacy just put that. It's like, you know, this is not how I'm going to spend my day today. I, I'm not enjoying myself. So, you know, we're done. 
nice to meet you. Thank you very much and goodbye. We've got to be in their heads. And I think that giving them that confidence to uh, speak out is, um, change, you know, we're doing better and, and that's changing as our world accepts women in power positions a little bit better. So, oh, and I think, um, I think, you know, obviously the, the confidence and the strength comes with age. And I, mm -hmm. I don't think it is uh, coincidental that some of these, um, some of these men who prey on women with their celebrity or their wealth or their, their power, whatever it is, um, look at these, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds, um, sure. because they're, they're much more, um, you know, they're just, they're, they're gumby, right? They can, they're, they're easy to, uh, pry into whatever it is. They're, they're easier because they don't have that self-confidence yet and they don't have that strength. So I think the earlier that they can develop that and that, that whatever we can do to help them develop that in early age, I think that's how you protect them. Yeah. You give them the tools. Well, and I also think women are having such a moment right now where we're able to have these different voices that we've never had before and talk about these things that have you know never been spoken about before. I was listening to Andy Cohen. I love Radio Andy. And he was interviewing Chelsea Handler. And, you know, she had brought up the fact that, you know, she had said, like, I had never been sexually assaulted or, you know, sexually harassed or whatever. And her girlfriend had said to her, you probably have, you just didn't realize like what it was or what was happening at the moment because, you know, we as women did not know what was acceptable or what was not acceptable. And I think we're all kind of having this moment of, okay, like we're, we're empowered to be who we need to be. And I think as mothers, we need to instill that ability in our daughters to, to be who they need to be in all senses and have that voice of, yes and no and i don't like that and you're weird i'm out of here because um, that's okay it's all okay um and then as we become women in our 40s and 50s we become a little saltier and we have no problem telling you how we feel at any given <laughs> and we don't care what anybody thinks and we don't give awesome. a <laughs> about what the repercussions are because that's where not yeah you're not my concern right grow into your truths you know, it's like you just grow and, and, and this is who we are and take it or leave it. We don't care. Well, I think that's an appreciative quality about uh, grown women um, because we all have those qualities that we've grown into that we can now express and share with each other and, and our, our youth. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. But just, you know, note to self, like it's okay if somebody's being creepy to like, walk away in any shape of your life um, yeah. and, and be empowered by that. If it's not working or serving you, goodbye, you know? And we don't need a day on the calendar to share that knowledge with other women. And we don't need a day on the calendar to tell those that we love, that we love them. Um, it's great to hear on February 14th. It's also great to hear on February 15th and March 2nd and April 14th and any other day of the week. Absolutely. So, um, I don't, don't, uh, don't, I don't want anyone to feel beholden to those days. I think that's true. I, you know, it should be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We should be telling those we love that we love them. Absolutely. So with that, uh, we will say 
Thank you for listening to Inspired. Don't forget to check out samanthatradelius.com, uh, tovaniherr.com, and Stacy Fleece will soon have her uh, website up. We think it's called mortgagesavant.com. <laughs> so please join us again and make sure that you uh, follow us and continue to subscribe to our podcast. Thank you so much for joining Inspired. Bye, everyone.